want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
Hey, it's episode 185 and also Halloween. I know. On this day wow. is Halloween. Man, we could not have planned this any better. You ain't lying. <laughs> we started off with two brand new, somewhat local bands. Yes. Uh, first, we heard Tomb Relic with the song Into the Cemetery of Terror. Tomb Relic is from Moravia. Man, Moravia is blowing up. Can Fatal Curse. That? I know. Tomb Relic. I know. Tomb Relic has 
similar named band members as Fatal Curse. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a coincidence. The mirrors in, in uh, Tomb Relic. <laughs> the mirror. The mirror of Moravia. <laughs> I know, I can't say that word. <laughs> and then after that, we heard Cemetery Echo. Brand new music from them with Restart Her Heart. And that is coming off of the just released Carnivorous Lunar Activities EP. I love it. Yes. I love when we have new local stuff. Yeah. Yes. Rejuvenates me. Yeah. We, um, during like during the COVID stuff, Yeah. we went for, it felt like long periods of time where there was no new local music. Yeah. Very little. It was quiet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, people can find, probably tell that we are finally almost back to normal. Our normal, which is (laughs) not normal. Uh, I think I spent a life on this flu. Yeah. I think you probably spent like six of your life on shingles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And rickets. Don't forget the rickets. Um, yeah, we had a rough couple of weeks, but I'm feeling better. You're starting to feel better. Yeah. Yep. You have flare-ups that are... Not really. I mean, well, yeah, flare-ups. Like pain flare-ups, but not like the visible rash part. My rash was not that bad, but the pain part was... The pain did not match what you could see visually. Yeah. It was... The pain was pretty, uh, pretty deep. Yeah. But luckily I didn't have... Like a lot of people get it on their face and I in their know. eyes and stuff, and I didn't Oy. have that. Luckily, yeah, I'm so glad. Uh, me too. You yeah. woke up with a dot on your eye. I did. One that day, one yeah. day. Could you imagine, as annoying as I am to you, having on top of all that, having to look at me with a big rash on my face? Oh, who cares? Come on. <laughs> my love for you is uh-huh. deeper than any mm. rash. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit artist. <laughs> um, I have some sad news to report. You do. So on a past episode, we talked about the dirtiest man. Mm-hmm. He stopped bathing um, after the love of his life yes. rejected him. For like six decades or something like that. And he was surprisingly very, very healthy. Uh-huh. Um, well, he decided he, to... Wait, let's back up for a second. Okay. Didn't he like... He was like a smoker, and he ate like trash and dead animals. Yes. Like roadkill. He ate roadkill, and he did smoke something, but I don't think it was like tobacco. No. It was something weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so not someone you would consider like... Uh, it's not like he's a runner. A bastion of Eating health. broccoli. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating roadkill and uh-huh. not bathing. Uh-huh. And he was healthy Mm -hmm. um he decided to take a bath for the first time in decades Uh and died shortly after bathing (laughs) i mean he was 94 i didn't realize he was that old he was 94 yeah Hmm. i wonder how um remember he was looking for a date i'm guessing that didn't oh yeah really pan out (laughs) oh that poor guy (laughs) Poor guy or lucky? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. 
Um, yeah, but I thought that was kind of sad. Hmm. I didn't. I honestly didn't realize he was 94, though. Hmm. I thought he was younger for some reason. But how much younger could he be if he hasn't showered in decades? Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was like in his early 80s. I think I don't know. Still up there, but yeah. Um, completely unrelated. Yeah. Did you see that Metal Archives, who we lean on all the time for show info and just nonsense? Listening. We always look at the RIP section. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have recently put up a bunch of uh, Metal Archives merch to commemorate their 20-year anniversary. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What, are you going to get something? At first, I thought that's weird, but that site is super relevant for the kind of music we listen to. I wonder what kind of traffic it gets, like a day. It's got to be. I mean... It's got to be pretty high. Yeah. If you look at, like, how many things are added a day... Mm Mm-hmm. It's got to be crazy high. And I know, like, m- well, most people, like, that's their go-to site for underground metal. Yeah. Know? Yep. Oh. That's cool. And some of it's going to charity, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yes. I forgot what the charity was. Yeah, well, that's okay. I think it was, a nat- like, a nature-preserving kind of thing. Oh, cool. I like that. Save the rainforest kind of thing. I love it. It wasn't rainforest, but... We need rainforests. <laughs> we do. We also need some metal. All right. Thank you. 
right, we just heard Black Beast from Finland with the song Black Magic and Witchcraft from their second album, Arctic Darkness, which will be released November 25th through Primitive Reaction. Then after that was Rainus with the song Arela Vimison Porten from the upcoming Luciferal album. And that is releasing on November 25th on Cult KVLT. You pronounced all of that way better than I ever would have. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I think we need to ask the band how I did. Yeah. Which, which probably was not good at all. Probably not. <laughs> um, so, in the spooky tradition of Halloween... We have some true and truly horrific Halloween horror stories. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, we might have talked about this one last year, the trick-or-treater who died after being given cyanide-laced candy. <laughs> Did we talk about that? Sounds familiar. Um, in 1974, eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien died on Halloween evening after eating candy-laced with cyanide. But... The story has an even more horrific twist. It turned out the candy was poisoned by Timmy's father, Ronald, who was in financial trouble and had taken out insurance policies on his children. Bad Ronald. Yeah. Uh, O'Brien was executed by lethal injection in 1984. Hmm. Some good parenting right there. Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> uh... Then we have the man who showed up at a Halloween party dressed as Freddy Krueger and went on a rampage. This is absolutely 100% my number one fear <laughs> coming true. Uh, yeah. Um, a Halloween party in San Antonio, Texas was in full force last year. Well, I don't know when this article was written. I don't think it was last year. But uh, when a man dressed as Freddy Krueger showed up uninvited. He opened fire on the crowd, shooting five people. Wow. I always would think about, like, when we would go to those haunted hayrides. Oh, I know. Like, someone could hide in the woods with a real chainsaw. Absolutely. Anyone that's gone to one of those knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, like, you could, you could hide with a real chainsaw and come up and fucking... Cut someone's arm off and then just escape into the woods and disappear. And I feel like it would probably be hard to find that person. Yes. I don't know. Not giving anyone any ideas. But no. <laughs> no, please don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that counts as being an asshole. Yeah, so don't, it does. Don't be that. Don't do that. <laughs> Speaking of assholes, we have the son who decapitated his mother and left her body in the street. Hmm. Why? <clears throat> Let's see if it says. Sorry, still have this cough. One night in Long Island, just before Halloween 2014, a decapitated body laid in the street five feet away from a severed head. To many passersby, the horrific sight appeared to be a Halloween prank, but the truth was far f more disturbing. 35-year-old Derek Ward had used a kitchen knife to kill and decapitate his mother, Patricia, then carried the body and head out of their apartment. After leaving the body and head in the street, Ward jumped in front of a commuter train, killing himself. Wow. These stories are dark as fuck. Yeah. Um, 
the unspeakable explosion at a holiday performance. This is really sad. Um, in 1963, many had decided to spend Halloween night at the Indiana State Fairgrounds Coliseum watching a holiday on ice skating exhibition. Unbeknownst to them, a rusty tank in the concession area began to leak gas. The room, which lacked ventilation, quickly filled with gas. Hmm. As the skaters performed their grand finale, the gas reached an electric popcorn maker, triggering a huge explosion. 74 people were killed and nearly 400 were injured. Wow. I'm surprised we've never heard of that before. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Where did you say it was? Uh, Indiana. Hmm. 1963. Mm, maybe that's why we didn't know about it. Yeah, maybe. I wasn't quite around yet. Mm, I was close, but... That could be debated. <laughs> Your stone birth certificate might have mistakes on All it. All right. <laughs> um, this one is weird. And I'm not sure... I don't know. I'll... I'll read it and let you see what you think. Mm -hmm. The Japanese exchange student who knocked on the wrong door. Uh, 25 years ago, again, I'm not sure when the date of this article was. 16-year-old um, Japanese exchange student Yoshihiro Hattori dressed up as John Travolta's character from Saturday Night Fever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we nothing scary, mm. right? Not yeah. like Jason or Freddy. Scary. Yeah. Um, then headed out to a Halloween party in Louisiana. Tragically, he was mistakenly dropped off at the wrong house, and the homeowner, panicked by the unexpected visitor, shot and killed him. <laughs> the homeowner was later acquitted of any wrongdoing. <clears throat> Isn't that kind of weird? A little weird, yeah. Yeah. Uh, her, um, his mother commented on the 20th anniversary of her son's death. I've been observing American society for the past 20 years. The ongoing situation there has been incomprehensible to Japanese. I want to encourage more ways to adopt gun control. Hmm. Preach. <laughs> Is that propaganda? For what? Gun control? Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, well, somebody died. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... I don't know what BuzzFeed is trying to push, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering. Um, this one's weird, too. The man who opened his door to find a trick-or-treater who would end his life. In 1982, 69-year-old Marvin Brandland was getting ready for bed after a night of handing out Halloween candy when there was one more knock at his door. Bradlin opened the door to find someone wearing a pillowcase over their head with the holes cut out for eyes. The figure said, trick or treat, give me all your money or I'll shoot. <laughs> he then pulled out a gun and ordered Bradlin into the basement where Bradlin kept a safe. Bradlin, figuring this was a prank since only family members knew about the safe, Grabbed for the gun, the person in the pillowcase fired, hitting Branlin in the throat, killing him. The killer fled, leaving the pillowcase at the scene. In 2010, the pillowcase was tested for DNA, but there wasn't enough DNA to make a match. So that guy is still hanging around out there somewhere. Hmm. How do they know these details? If uh, the victim, <laughs> you know, it's a good the question. The victim died, and the 
suspected killer was never found. I mean, they could assume some things, I guess, but... So, but there's a quote in here that says, trick or treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. That's true. That is true. That is a good point. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah, all right. That sounds like a movie. <laughs> it sounds like a cheap B-rated horror movie that I may have seen in the past, but the name is escaping me at the moment. No, oh, that's all right. <laughs> well, now that you've called bullshit on my article, maybe we should just uh, have a family visit. All right.
right, since last week's Wild Rags demo segment was such a huge hit, we decided to do it again. That was Necrophagia from L.A., not the one with Killjoy. They were relevant in the early 80s L.A. metal scene. Um, the song we heard was Feel My Knife, and that was put out in... I think in 84 by Wild Rags and uh, Ripping Storm Records duplicated what Wild Rags put out in the summer of 2021 and reissued that. Interesting. Yeah. I know I was supposed to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't because it's the second take. Hey. <laughs> But I made it awkward and I left you hanging and I'm sorry. We're one take chumps. <laughs> <laughs> All of this is one take. Yeah, one one take. Yep. Fuck it, we're doing it live. <laughs> <clears throat> I got a weird history fact for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, I'm really sick of facts. What? Come on. I just want all fiction from now on. Like for the rest of my life. I not, love you. Not with the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I know. Um, oh, wait. <laughs> Madam Popova was uh -huh. a contract murderer in Russia in the late 1800s until early 1900s. She has, at the very least, 300 known victims. Wow. 300. That's impressive. The hit woman for hire specialized in executing men who were entrapping women in severely abusive relationships. She would poison her targets with arsenic for a small fee and was considered to be one of the first advocates of women's liberation long before the cause was widely recognized. Uh, she was apprehended after one of her clients became remorseful for ordering the death of her husband. An angry mob set out to burn Popova at the stake, but she was rescued by soldiers at the last minute. Her only attempt at a defense was her proud statement that she never murdered a woman. She was sentenced to death and was executed by a firing squad. Hmm. When was this? Uh, late 1800s to early 1900s. So hmm. I'm guessing somewhere in early 1900s she was executed. Um... That reminds me of, I thought it was, and I can't remember his name, and if I could, I probably couldn't pronounce it, but um, there was a Russian serial killer that, uh, and I was thinking of the numbers of victims. The Russian serial killer, I might be wrong, but I thought he had like hundreds, they, they thought he killed like hundreds and hundreds of people. Like, I think it was, I thought it was near like 500. Whoa. I think. That I might, is insane. I might be full of shit. But since this is one take, I can't look it up. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy. And I don't know how... One one take chump. <laughs> yeah. Like, how would how do you find that many victims? And not know who's doing it. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of alibis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have to look that up. And I'm not going to correct this if, if I was completely wrong. Yeah. People can just... Call me out for my bullshit. I like it. <laughs> I deserve it. 
Um, I don't. You might have known this, but did you know that yep. River Phoenix died on Halloween? Um, no, I didn't remember it was Halloween. Um, I didn't know that either. It says uh, this day in history in 1993, actor River Phoenix dies. Um, speaking of death... I know that was kind of random, sorry. That's a random... I have another random death for you. Oh, my God. Doom and gloom this episode. There, are, This article is from... Um, what day? A few days ago. Uh, a British radio host, Tim Goo, Gao, G-O-U-G-H, 55 years old, passed away during... His morning broadcast. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. Um, they suspect he had a heart attack. Oh, man. And he went out doing what he did. Oh, that's rough. I yeah. don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is it though? It's kind of a weird thing for people to witness it like that. But Yeah. I don't know. We've talked about death quite a bit lately, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, probably too much. Yeah. But I think I think that that sudden the sudden death is the way to go. I know. It's just so jarring. Yeah. But I agree. But seeing like somebody suffer and waste away. Been there. <laughs> yeah, that's And it's awful. I'm sure uh, yeah, it's awful to witness and I'm sure it's fucking awful. To be that person. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> like, if you just are suddenly gone, you don't have to sit there wasting away in pain and misery, feeling guilty for... Putting your loved ones yeah, through. Yeah. yeah. There's no guilt. You're just, oh, see ya, gone. Yeah. So, that's what I'm going to... I'm going to try to do that one. All right, but not anytime soon, okay? <laughs> I don't know. That's for me to decide. Maybe like another 30 years? <laughs> yeah. We'll see how you behave. It's getting a little awkward. Maybe <laughs> we should play some songs. <laughs> All right. First up, Shrieking Demons from Italy with the song Water Drop Torture from Diabolical Regurgitations. Yes. Wow. Uh, and that's coming off of Caligari Records. Yes. And then we have a uh, long-time British thrash band, Centrix, is back with a new album, Seven Words. And we're going to hear the song, Seven Words. This is being released on November 11th by Listable Records.
All right. Well, doing some doom scrolling, I came across this article by We Are The Pit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 10 metal cover songs that crushed the original. And I want to know if you agree. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Merciful Fate Metallica. Um, I don't know if I've heard that. <laughs> um, apparently it was on the Garage Inc. Oh. So Metallica covering Merciful Fate? Yes. No, absolutely not. I agree. Um, it was like a Merciful Fate medley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they used it like as a transition. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I feel very strongly that that is not true. Cool, I agree. cool that they did it, but no. Yeah, I agree. And they didn't do it shitty. They just didn't do it merciful fate. Right. I mean, I, that's subjective, I guess. Right. Well, yeah. Like everything, but if um, everything is. Um, no, you can't. How could you say? James Hetfield did something better than vocally <laughs> than King Diamond. I knew some of these would get you mad. <laughs> uh, you really got me Van Halen. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, I do too. Um, the Sound of Silence Disturbed. Um, I don't love the original, to be honest. I and, don't either. And I think... I, I don't like Disturbed one bit. I also... But I got to give them props for... I think they did a really good job. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, Antisocial Anthrax. Yes. Better. Um, I will admit I did not know that that was a cover song. Yeah. I, a lot of, I don't think a lot of people know that or knew that. Who was the original? I think it was Trust. Huh. Now I want to go listen to it. Uh, Helter Skelter, Motley Crue. Yeah. I'm not a huge Beatles fan, so... I'm going to say yes. I'm curious to know what a Beatles fan thinks. Yeah. <clears throat> I think um, there's probably... A fair amount of Motley Crue fans that are Beatles fans, but there's probably not like a lot of Beatles fans that were Beatles fans originally that are fans of Motley Crue. Oh, you know, that's a good point. We need a fan of the Beatles and of Motley Crue mm -hmm. to tell us because mm -hmm. then it's just subjective. Right. Like everything else yeah. <laughs> that we talk about. <laughs> like the subject. Yeah. Knocking on Heaven's Door by Guns N' Roses. I disagree, but I feel like I don't have a good reason. I feel like when I listen to the original, it sounds like so refreshing. Uh -huh. And I think that Guns N' Roses have just been played out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think like, I was never a big Bob Dylan fan, but I, I'm, I think maybe the Guns N' Roses version made me appreciate the original more. Okay, I could see that and probably relate to that. Mm -hmm. Like Guns N' Roses made the connection to the song. Mm -hmm. 
diamonds and rust. Jujus Priest. That's definitely better. Yes. Okay. When the levee breaks, a perfect circle. I don't know that I've heard that. I have not. Um, but I do like the original. So I, I don't know. Maybe I have to listen to that. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not really a perfect circle fan. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm not either. Can you, like when you cough, can you do it right into the um, mic? I didn't. That's good. I, w I was trying to stifle it. It's good radio I etiquette. didn't know it was going to come out. <laughs> 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 Sorry, everyone. Uh, Planet Caravan, Pantera. I don't have an opinion. Okay. Uh, come on, feel the noise, quiet riot. Well, that again, I didn't know the song before they did it. You know what I mean? Did you go back and... Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I like theirs better. Quiet riot? Quiet riot, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's it. That's it? That's it. Why isn't Crowbar on there? I don't know, but that is a good cover. Dreamweaver? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good cover. Um, Type of Negative has done some interesting covers that sound nothing like the original. Yeah. Um, Which I appreciate. You don't... I don't think you want to... I'm sorry. You were supposed to cough directly into the sorry mic. Sorry about that. Be better next time. Why well, would... Like, you shouldn't cover... I feel you shouldn't cover a song and do it exactly the same as the original artist. Right, that's called karaoke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, on that note, shall we venture on out of here? Yeah. Until next time. Yes. All right. We have three songs to close we it do. out with. You want to kick it off this time? I've been kicking them off. All right. We are going to start it off with Lamentations with the song Prodigal. And this is coming off of their album Passion of Depression, which releases on November 11th by the fantastic Willow Tip Records. And then we're going to go into Thundering Hooves from the UK with the song A Howl from the Cloister off of their Radiance album. Say cloister again. <laughs> Did I say it weird? That's one of those Cloisters. words. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to close it out with Sybris from California with the song Bone Wreath. This is coming off of the Decrepit Flesh Relic release. This was put out by Transylvanian Recordings last year. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And why don't ghouls eat ghosts? Because they taste like sheet. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Oh, come on. <laughs>
This is Nick from Hashem Firm. You're listening to Grim Dystopian.